Hello and welcome to week 22 of L.K. Lawrence Presents Who Unplugged the Stars, A Tale of Two Cowards. You guys can probably say that with me now. Uh, you've heard it so much. Anyway, this week we're going to be reading the chapter Where the Boys Are. Last week we read the chapter The Graduates. I hope you remember it. Um, this one is going to be a short one. I apologize. I thought about doing two chapters. and I thought, no, this will make it last a little longer. Um, I am working on another story, but then another one came into my mind because I'm kind of stuck on this one. Uh, Bolts and Broads, I'm kind of stuck in a certain section and I can't figure out how to move around this certain incident. So another idea came into my mind. I listen to the True Crime podcast quite a bit and I love mysteries and I love the crime. I mean, I don't like people doing crime, but I love the mystery of trying to figure out who did the crime. So I thought I might actually write a book about that. So I'm kind of working on that as well. I haven't figured out uh, what it'll be so far, but the main character's name will be Lucy. No, hmm. it'll either be Lucy Lyman or Leslie Lyman. I'll let you know about that later. But um, yeah, we'll be working on that. Maybe I'll finish that one before I finish Bullets and Broads at the rate I'm going. Anyway, let's get this show on the road. Where the boys are. I couldn't believe how little my nephew was when I held him. It was like a dream come true. This little guy made me an aunt. I had waited all my life to be an aunt, and now I was one, and I was going to be a great one. Once I held him in my arms, I was a goner. I really hated that I was leaving soon and wouldn't be able to hold him again for quite some time. I needed to be there to spoil and brainwash him that I was not only his favorite aunt, but his favorite everything. And how would I do that 800 miles away? <sighs> well, I was holding Preston, Mom packed up my belongings into Sylvia's car. It was almost as if she wanted me out of there more than I wanted to leave. The first clue being that she started packing my stuff in black garbage bags because I wasn't doing it fast enough in suitcases. Or maybe we didn't have enough suitcases for me to take. I was the fifth child to leave home with only my two little brothers remaining. However, I had a hunch that the biggest catalyst for my mother in getting me out of the house was that she would only have to compete with my dad and two little brothers to hold my nephew. Oh, she's a sneaky one. Living in Provo on my own was great, except for the lack of transportation. I'd been driving Brutus at home, and that is where he stayed for my little brother to use. There at school, I had to hoof it everywhere I went or ask for a ride for one of my, from one of my roommates or extended family members. Most freshmen lived on campus, but I didn't want to live in a dorm and still be accountable to the quote-unquote dorm mother, so I lived in an apartment complex just off campus. It was the same place my older sisters lived when they attended school. My oldest sister is eight years older than me. 
So that tells you something. I had spent the summer with them when I was 11 years old and saw how much fun they had, so it was the only place for me to live. The students in the complex ranged in ages from around 40 to me at 17, and I ended up being the youngest one there. There were so many activities, volleyball in the quad, pool parties, video parties, dances, etc. It was so much fun and everyone was always outside doing something. Oh, and the boys were pretty great too. I loved laying out at the pool or playing volleyball and watching all the cute guys. I was in heaven and hadn't thought of Sam for one moment. By the time I moved in, my sisters had not lived in the apartments for many years. Just my older brother, Nate, lived there. It so happened that the building he lived in was kitty corner to mine. I could literally step outside my door and see his door. I loved having Nate the skate so close by, and it made my mom feel better about me not living on campus. But there were cons to having my brother so close. When we were in the quad, I'd yell to him, Love you, love me? Hell no, he'd answer, which would make everyone laugh at us. The girls who wanted to date Nate because he was so cute with a great sense of humor laughed the hardest. Since they wanted to date my brother, my brother, they would be especially nice to me, hoping I would give them an in with my brother. <laughs> like that's gonna happen. Having a cute brother meant that he usually had cute friends. I didn't know why that was, but cute guys seemed to hang out together like, um, you know, like in a herd. So I thought it would be a perfect way for me to casually meet one of them and boom, I'd have the college romance I had dreamed of since leaving home. But something that had never occurred to me was the fact that when people witnessed our banter, they became envious of our relationship. I knew that because a guy that lived across the lawn from me told me so. I wish you were my little sister, he confessed. Why? You and your brother have so much fun. Most of the guys here wish they had a sister like you. Oh, great. That is just what I wanted for my social life. All these guys looking at me as a little sister, I thought sarcastically. So much for dating. As the months began to pass, I adapted to all the changes. I walked to school, whether it was raining, sunny, or through 12 feet of snow. Same with grocery shopping. I could only purchase what I could carry home unless one of my roommates were willing to give me a ride in their car. Walking became my way of life. Soon it had been a year, and I hadn't seen one of my friends from home, so when I got the call from Sam, I was both excited and curious. How are you? I asked. Doing pretty good, he said. I could hear his family in the background. How do you like Provo? I love it. There's so much to do here and I live in a really fun place. I meant to ask you the day you graduated, but I didn't get a chance. Ask me what? Why didn't you tell me about your scholarship to NYU? <laughs> I didn't know about it or the one to the community college. No one told me. But you could have still gone to NYU, all expenses paid. Why'd you choose BYU, where you have to pay everything? He asked with an incredulous tone. Well, first of all, I didn't know about NYU, so by the time I found out, I'd already paid my rent for the summer in Provo. And secondly, 
I paused for a moment and I quietly said, it scared me. It scared you? Sam exclaimed loudly into the receiver, which I instantly pulled away from my ear. Yeah, I said after a slight pause. It scared me. I'm from Ashbury. Provo is a big city to me. Besides, I spoke with my parents when mom wasn't pushing me to pack about the scholarship and they told me they'd known about it but hadn't wanted me to go to New York by myself. They said they felt I wasn't mature enough to be there alone. Really? I can't believe you let an opportunity like that pass you by. You chose Provo over New York? Hearing the disappointment in his voice, I relived how stupid I'd been. But I was raised to listen to my parents. I respected and trusted their opinions and advice. However, I should have realized that I was almost an adult and should have made up my own mind. That was a mistake I'd never make again. I didn't realize how big a deal it was at the time, I tried to explain to him. But now, knowing the opportunity I'd let pass me by, I couldn't deny the disappointment that often washed over me like a wave. Trying to change the subject, I asked, Are you still living at home? Yeah. When do you send in your mission papers? Already got my call. Really? Where are you going? When do you leave? I asked, very excited to hear his news. Paris. Paris? No way! That's so exciting. Are you happy about the call? Yeah, I think it'll be fun going foreign. Is Sarah Jane happy or is she sad you'll be leaving? I don't know, probably both, he responded with a sigh. Well, I'm really excited for you. When do you leave? Tomorrow, he said. Tomorrow? And you're just calling me now? I wasn't sure whether I should be unhappy that he was just now calling me or flattered that he was calling me at all. Either way, it was great to hear from him. After my question, there was only silence on the, end of the other end of the line. So after the long pause, I said, Well, it's really great to hear your voice and your good news, I said. You'll have to call me when you get back. Well, you better call me. I hope you'll call me. <laughs> Through his wonderful chuckle, he responded, you'll, you'll hear from me, don't worry. Again, the awkward silence. Then he said, well, I better go. See ya. And he hung up before I could say bye. I looked at the receiver for a moment before, pulling in, in the before putting it in the cradle on the phone. I sat on my bed thinking about our conversation, the reality that this past year had sped by without thinking about him once. There was way too much eye candy for my brain to take in and still think about the old eye candy. Before I could get too melancholy, I heard loud voices and laughter in my living room. We had visitors and it was time to have some fun. So I quickly pushed my thoughts of Sam to the back of my mind once again and I went out to enjoy my friends. I didn't expect to hear from him again unless it was a wedding announcement. I was glad that his mission was so far away and would get him away from Les Nulades which meant the rabbit en français. I truly believed he needed to see the bigger picture of life and learned that there were more lapins, again, rabbit in French, than his little bunny in Ashbury. As for me, in the past year, 
I felt like I'd moved on. Qui n'avance pas recule, which loosely translated means, who does not move forward recedes. Okay, there you have it. The chapter where the boys are. And I profusely apologize to our friends in France for massacring those phrases. I apologize. But hey, I tried. Okay, I tried. Uh, anyway, next week we will be reading a really, really good chapter. This one's titled The Stranger. And I hope you've enjoyed this uh, so far, and I hope you'll tell others about it. Our, our audience is growing, and I'm so glad for that. Um, if anyone has any questions or comments or suggestions, uh, you can email me at lklawrence1923 at gmail.com. And um, anyway, I hope you have fantabulous rest of the week and all of next week until we meet again. And I hope uh, I do see you next week. Um, please remember to keep the hope, stay strong, and never, ever be afraid to unplug the stars. See ya!